You're listening to Catholic Sprouts, the daily podcast for Catholic kids that strives to plant seeds of faith. Hey there, Sprouts. Today is Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. It is also the feast day of St. Agatha. Now, St. Agatha is another remarkable saint. She was born in Italy in the year 231. So at this time, of course, it was still not accepted to be Christian. Nonetheless, St. Agatha was a beautiful young girl that made a declaration that she would save herself entirely for Jesus. She would not marry. She would be for Jesus alone. However, her good looks caught the eye of many men, and one man in particular was a powerful diplomat. He thought that his power and rank would be enough to convince St. Agatha to give up her vow to Jesus. She was strong in her determination to be for only Jesus, though. So the diplomat arrested her and forced her to come in front of the judge. Of course, he was the judge, and he sentenced her to horrible torture. And when he noticed that St. Agatha was enduring this torture with cheerfulness, he made it even worse. She was burned. She was cut. She spent much time in terrible prison cells, and yet she remained completely devoted to Jesus Christ. Eventually, she became a martyr for our faith in the year 250. Now, this week, we are talking about the sacrament of marriage. We've already talked about how God established marriage, how Jesus blessed it at the wedding feast at Cana, how sacrament in our church, and if we enter it with certain requirements, it is a sacrament through which grace can flow. And yesterday, we talked about the things that happen during a wedding ceremony, Now, today we are going to talk about a couple of the mystical things that also are a part of the sacrament of marriage. Because remember, the sacrament of marriage is not something that only happens on our wedding day. When you are married, you live out your sacrament of marriage every day. Every day when you are united with your spouse, and busy raising a family and practicing your faith together, you are living out and enjoying the graces from the sacrament of marriage. So the first thing I want you to understand is that unlike other sacraments, during a marriage, the husband and the wife minister the sacrament to each other. Oftentimes there is a priest or a deacon there, And they say lots of beautiful blessings that are important during the marriage ceremony. But the sacrament happens between the man and the wife. And it is God himself that binds these two people together. And that is the next thing to remember. It has often been said that marriage takes three There are three persons involved in a marriage, a husband, a wife, and God. Now think about this. 
If you have a sibling or a really good friend, you know that it is not always easy to get along with them. Sure, they might be your favorite person, but you still have struggles and fights and disagreements. Well, the same is true in marriage. Maybe you have noticed a couple of times when your parents didn't necessarily get along perfectly. Well, that's because they're human and it's hard to put up with someone all of the time. For this reason, God is the third person in a marriage. A love of God is what unites two people and leads them to the decision to receive the sacrament of marriage together. Prayer and a unity in God is what allows marriages to last. Now, the next thing to remember, especially as you enter the years where you might be discerning a call to the sacrament of marriage, is that marriage is not just about love. A lot of times in movies, we can see marriage as something that people feel urged to do because they have this deep, passionate love for another person. Now, of course, that's important, and we hope that married couples do love each other. But remember, this is a sacrament. And if we simply have passionate love for another person, that actually isn't enough. It's not enough. This is a vocational call. And so before a couple is married in the Catholic Church, there is usually a period of time where they meet with the priest and the priest makes sure that these two people understand what it means to receive the sacrament of marriage. And they also understand that they need to have something deeper that unites them, deeper than just the feeling of love. And that thing that unites them needs to be a shared love and devotion to God. So there is a lot more that goes on in a marriage than just a beautiful wedding day. And so Sprouts, there is a lot that we can say here, but today I want to challenge you to simply pray for the marriages in your life. Pray for your parents your grandparents, your godparents, your teacher, anyone in your life that is married. They have entered into the sacrament of marriage and they have access to special graces there. But it is difficult to constantly be reminded that love is not enough, that we need to be united in Jesus. So take some time today and support those in your life that are married. That's it for Catholic Sprouts today. We'll be back tomorrow, but until then, continue to grow in your faith and truly sprout into the beautiful creation that God created you to be. Well, it is a big week for Catholic Sprouts. We just launched all of our family adoration materials. There is a board book for little ones, a coloring book, a children's journal, a parent's guide, and so much more. 
Feel free to come over and check it out and get inspired to bring your whole family to Eucharistic Adoration. You can click the link in the notes for this podcast episode or simply head to catholicsprouts.com forward slash adoration. 